What's up? What's up? Hello, hello, and welcome to El, El Clasico Podcastico. I'm Paid McCann, well grown up fan. So happy to be here. Join with me as always. That was uh, Mark Valensky, Real Madrid fan. That was pretty good. We were pretty synced up for not being in the same place. It's about as synced up as any kind of Zoom call, any meeting that's happening right now in America is going. I know. Yeah. I mean, nobody's doing, nobody's enjoying anything, but we're (laughs) enjoying (laughs) doing the podcast. It's our one refuge from the just uh, wasteland that is America. That's right. And as of late, I am enjoying watching Barcelona play soccer again. As a team, it's not just a drab affair anymore that should be played in a gray sky on a gloomy day. It's brilliant football again, Mark. Well, it was for uh, at least 20 minutes. Yeah, if you missed it on the weekend, or I wasn't on the weekend, it was in the middle of the week. Uh, I took the whole day off just for Barcelona. Oh, Uh, wow. It was worth it. I know that's a that's a lie, but I did watch mm-hmm. the game. Uh, we were treated to another ESPN Plus broadcast. Of Horrible. course, Real Madrid played Granada, and honestly, ladies and gentlemen, this Barcelona was played exciting. Granada. Barcelona, yeah. Did I say Real Madrid? Yeah, yeah. Oh, weird, weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barcelona played Granada, and this was the best game of the season for either team, Real Madrid or Barcelona. It was the most fun game. Absolutely. Yeah. Game of the season, uh, not just for Copa del Rey, but definitely for Barcelona. Most goals scored, I think, from both teams in any game for either either of our teams. Yeah, incredible. Five goals scored for Barcelona, none of which came from Messi. It was weird. It was a barn burner. Uh, And it was all the more exciting because I was pretty happy as a Real Madrid fan because I thought you guys were going to blow it. I mean, it looks like you guys... We're down for the count, and then like a phoenix. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The ashes. Or a drunk Absolutely. rising from the trash bags in the no. alley. It was it was the game of the year. Uh, we it has came, been, too. We've been on such a, a good run. But coming into this game, we couldn't let this one slip. I had predicted a 4-0 win for Barcelona. I was definitely wrong about that. But I am uh, so pleased. Uh, with the way this game turned out and the way that this team turned up for it and showed up to play, like really never let our heads down. Uh, oh my messy. What a game. Uh, as it says, you know, in, in the Bible in Croy Fithians 413 for, I can do all things through Messi who strengthens me. Uh, <laughs> if, if thou hast faith, but the size of a messy seed, Thou can move mountains. Uh, I've heard. I mean, I, I grew up on that. That a tale as old as time. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I vividly remember going every Sunday and Thursday and hearing that chanted. <laughs> and like, if we you don't accept Catholic, we just lost our Christian audience. If you don't accept Messi into your heart, then you're going to burn in hell forever. That's what, and that's the way I was raised, and that's the way I'll that's raise my I live. kids. <laughs> that's how that's what i think about all day you could um, wear a little what would you wear what would you give them instead of a little cross like a little a little boot yeah a little uh golden boot maybe i like that yeah i think it's let's, sell them. let's start the religion all right it's, it's done all Messi- right is it messiism yeah i guess messiism the messy movement join like the that. movement it's messiism it's done i've it always wanted done. a cult all right <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah been on such a good run coming into this game we could not let this one slip especially not like this we were so dominant in this game and the commentator during this game said quote unquote against the run of play probably 25 times during it um just to give you a brief <laughs> a couple of key stats before we get into the review uh 79% possession for barcelona 18 corner kicks none of which we scored off of uh, 14, <laughs> 14 saves for Aaron Escandel, the 25-year-old keeper so let's for Granada. Real, real quick, right? For, I mean, those mm-hmm. are absolutely absurd numbers. This is the yeah. quarterfinals of the Copa yeah. del Rey. This is the Spanish Cup. So uh, if you're not a super fan of Spanish soccer and you're wondering what the hell is the Copa del Rey, 
So it's the it's a cup. It's open to these kind of middling uh, divisions, right? So it could be second division of Spanish soccer can be in it. Third division can be in it. Uh, Barcelona had just come off beating a third division side to make the quarterfinals. But hey, he actually had a first division opponent here. Uh-huh. Yeah, we actually did. We were playing Granada here, who's uh, been in... Uh, they're a pretty good team. You know what I mean? They're, no, they're certainly no pushovers. Uh, haven't been the best this season, but... Yeah, they're eighth. They're eighth. They're eighth. In La Liga, yeah. They're eighth in La Liga. But made and, you guys um, work for it a little bit. That's right. And the Copa del Rey is getting down to uh, only the real teams basically left in it. Uh Athletic Bilbao just won their game today, so they'll be in there. And then I think uh, Levante, Sevilla, and Betis are the only teams left other than that. Yeah, Bars- no, uh, yeah. no pushovers. No, absolutely. But, uh, man, we had to take care of business because this, feasibly, is the only hardware that we have a really good chance of winning for the rest of the season as Atletico Madrid is in a runaway for La Liga right now in a class of their own up top. Uh, and the Champions League seems They're like it's a, a long Liverpudlian, shot. A Liverpudlian pace. Uh, mm-hmm. Currently on pace for 100 points, which would be the best ever tied with Real Madrid's, of course, Jose Mourinho's uh, 2009, 2010, no, 2010, 2011 side. Oh, well, yeah. Let me double check that. They're just rocketing through La Liga this season, and um, we are going to be playing PSG in the round in the round of sixteen in the Champions League, which is obviously a tough matchup, and it's going to make tougher because we'll still be without Ansu Fati, who was supposed, uh, or people were alleging that he was going to be ready in time for uh, one. Hey, what happened with that? So uh, he is not going to be ready in time for those games, but. He is not going to need another surgery, as some rumors were saying that were going around the last couple of days that uh, his recovery had taken a turn for the worse, and he would have to have he may need to have surgery again. Apparently, those rumors were unfounded, and his family or a source close to the family said his training's going well, uh, but oh, he geez. never expected to be back for PSG. Um, and also, Gerard PK. Some good news on his knee. Apparently, his recovery is going better than they expected. He will also not be available for PSG, but it's looking like he's going to be back shortly thereafter, along with Ansu. Wow. That's great news. Reinforcements on the way. And yes, to correct my past uh, comment, Real Madrid's had 100 points in 2011-2012. I always mix up Ah. those years with Jose and his one good season, and then it always falls apart. But yeah, so Atleti could break the all-time record this year. Yeah, but hey, Barcelona may be hot on their heels with some reinforcements. Yeah, let's hope not. Let's hope uh, they crumble at some point Come along on, the way. Just crumbling, get, a little crumbling. Just make it exciting. I mean, right now, uh, we just want to make it exciting for the people. Just give us a chance. Just let us sniff that first place a little bit um, to get people more interested in La Liga. I know. What is oh, this? Premier League gets to have all the fun this year with a close title race. Slame. Well, don't worry. We'll get there. I believe Barcelona is going to make it competitive because right now we're on a roll and we have officially struck a turning point in the club for the best. And so. let's jump into this game. The El Clasico Recapico of the Copa del yes, Rey. Yes, thank you. New segment, the Recapico. The, uh, the, yes, the Barcelona versus Granada, El Clasico Recapico. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> the Copa del Rey semifinals. And again, prepare to be amazed. In the 23rd minute going into this game, I mean, we're just, we, we have total possession over the ball we're passing all over granada they're getting their guys back and they're playing a typical granada move of uh parking the bus and uh going for those counterattacks. but we came out with a pretty good starting lineup ter stegen in goal and then from the left to right and back jordi alba who we will be mentioning quite a bit this game samuel umtiti 
who we will also be mentioning quite a bit Sammy this game, Oots. but for the opposite reasons. Uh, Ronald Araujo playing center back on the right side, and Sergio Roberto playing fullback on the right, getting his first start back since his injury. We did see him for a few minutes last game uh, when he came on for Milan Pjanic in the midfield, but this is his first game back playing his natural right-back position. Uh, then ahead of them, from left to right across the middle, we have Pedri on the left, Busquets playing center defensive mid, and then Frankie de Jong playing midfield on that right side, dropping back to center back if he needs to, and then going up for attack when we need it as well. Uh, and then up top, left to right, Griezmann playing on that left wing, Messi playing that number nine or the or the false number nine, whatever you want to call it, it's Messi's position alone. Uh, and then Francisco Trincao getting the start at the right wing. In the 23rd minute, we get a free kick. Uh, Messi gets a free kick from a pretty perfect position. Ooh, right in the middle top, there. Yep, top of the box. Uh, he takes a near-perfect shot that curls towards the top right corner. But Eron Escandel, the keeper for Granada, soars across the uh, across the goal and hits the ball wide with both hands. It's a great save. It's a good take from Messi, who looks up for it again. Um, and two minutes later, Messi gets a yellow after getting to the ball too late for a challenge. And Soldado, their 35-year-old striker, ends up clearing his foot right into Messi's cleat. That would mm. hurt. But a yellow for the Messi Maybe a little magic. bit of Man. acting there. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but that does hurt to like kick like the top of your foot into some spikes. Um, and then totally against the run of play in the 33rd minute, we get possession of the ball in our own box. Sergi Busquets takes control of it and passes it out to Griezmann. Griezmann, uh, they're kind of pressing high. Griezmann one times it back to Umtiti, who has options. You know, he can clear the ball upfield like I'm hoping he does. But instead, Umtiti completely Fs this up. Uh, Araujo and Sergio Roberto are caught off guard because they weren't expecting him to make such a bad mistake. And Granada capitalizes. Umtiti sort of panics, hits the ball off of uh, Fuertas, I believe. And Albert Soro takes the ball easily off of him after that uh, and crosses the ball into the Brazilian man, Kennedy, who gets the ball right on the goal line and boots it home. 1-0 Granada. And it's just like, come on. Not another one of these games. Like, we're dominating the whole game. They've had zero chances. This is their first shot on goal, and it gets in the back of the net. Like, we can't have one of these just frustrating Sweaty losses. teenager moments. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. We've had more goals of this year. Six goals this year have come off of, like, mental lapses. Like, literally just, like, mental errors from our own players, like Umtiti's had it. A Messi even has one this year. Alba, uh, it, it makes no sense, but it's the most in uh, Spain. Of oh, any yeah, team to have these, like, one. Yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah. Very strange. Neto, it famously. <laughs> no, yeah. So it's like, just please don't let us lose this in this tournament, like our only real good chance at a trophy this season. Um, and we didn't really have any more chances after that. At halftime, it's 1-0. But I'm thinking, hey, there's plenty of time. Uh, we've been dominant mm -hmm. in this game. I just hate how dramatic this is. Like, really, we, we have to score two goals Last in the second few half. games have been like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm thinking, all right, well, let's come, out, let's come out strong, maybe make some changes at halftime, see what, like, bring in some, maybe a Pooge to liven up. And, you know, Pooge is great at uh, messing with these buses that get parked down at the... Yeah. Uh, he's really good at busting those up. He, he, he's so little and squirrely. He just dribbles around everybody and gets into those spaces. He's a, like a little bee stinging at the defense. Um, <laughs> but, in the, he doesn't, but he doesn't come in at the halftime. We make no changes. No. And in the 47th minute... Ah, God damn it. Uh, Griezmann loses the ball near the box in Granada's half. Uh, and Angel Montoro gets mm. the ball looks up and sends a phenomenal lobbed through ball over everybody, over the 27-year-old Sam Willem Titi and right to the 35-year-old Soldado who outruns Umtiti almost with ease. Like, it, he's just a, a step faster than yeah. Umtiti who needs to get back on that. Umtiti looks like he's almost kind of pulling up a little bit, like not really sprinting 100%. Maybe he doesn't trust yeah. that knee. 
I don't know what it is, but uh, like ankle weights see. on. Yeah, exactly. It looked like he was like running uh, underwater or something. But uh, Soldado takes it. He's all alone. Him and Ter Stegen. Ter Stegen comes out to close the shooting angle, and Soldado just takes a great hard shot low into the right, and it makes it inside the right post to give Granada clinical. A- a two zero lead and immediately you're like, Oh, I, I was like resigned to, <laughs> I was like, Oh man, like two zero with the way, like we haven't gotten really clear shots on goal that much yet. Besides Messi's like free kick in the first half. Yeah. Uh, I, I see a few heads drop, but uh, you know, Messi is still kind of trying to talk to the team. He's giving directions. He's talking to the players and trying to get this turned around, but we just can't quite seem to break through. Uh, and then in the 55th minute, some more bad news. Sergio Roberto goes down on his own and is holding yeah. his thigh. Uh, after being out for two months, he comes back for his first start uh, at right back and picks up a fresh injury. Um, kind of sounds like someone else I know. Uh, That's one, a tough one. Eden Azar, I don't know maybe. what you're talking about. But uh, he comes out, he picks up a fresh injury. Uh, Dest comes on for him. We don't know the extent of it. It's a quadricep contusion or something. So hmm. it might be a few more weeks out. We'll see. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on that situation. Didn't didn't play that phenomenally, but uh, dang, hope he's okay. Uh, but Sergio Dest comes on for him. The American gets a shot. Yeah, we would uh, really, we like that. We would think, hey, he's more dynamic. That's got to be good in an attacking sense. You guys are looking for a couple of goals. Yeah, exactly. It's positive. It'll make us more aggressive offensively. He always pushes up, uh, definitely more so than Roberto. Uh, in the 62nd minute, Tricot gets a phenomenal chance after some great team play from Messi and Antoine Griezmann. And just like a great pass from Messi here. He's like cutting in and he dishes it out to Griezmann between a few players. Uh, Trincao just touches the ball up. He's on the to the right of the goal. And he just rips a shot that gets to the defense. And Aaron, their goalie, has no chance. Uh, but the ball hammers into and rattles the crossbar and bounces out. And it seems like it's just one of those games, Mark. Yeah, you guys, that's a vicious. You guys hated the crossbar of this game. Yeah, I know. Totally just What did it do it. to you guys? So close, though. It was a good effort from Trincao, and that would actually be his last chance of the game because a minute later, Dembele subs on for him, which is a great move. And then uh, Brathwaite comes on for Umtiti, which is another good move. Uh, And then Mm -hmm. we're looking a little better. Best Uh, two offensive bench players you could bring in. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm surprised you didn't bring in Longley or something in defense. (laughs) I know. Well, not yet. Uh, But in the 76th minute, we get a real good sub. Because Ricky Pooge comes on for Sergio Busquets, and that really changes the game. Uh, in the 82nd minute, mm-hmm. after after a couple shots that we make, uh, can't quite get through that big red and white bus in front of the goal. Ricky Pooge goes for a shot from like the edge of the box, and it gets deflected. A couple he- uh, defenders try to head the ball out, but it shoots right up and right in front of Antoine Griezmann, who's got his back to the goal. He's watching it come down. And he goes for the bicycle. And yes. somehow, somehow, the 25-year-old Aron gets a big, ugly mitt to it and hits the ball over the crossbar on its way. It was a great effort and an incredible save. And this was yet another thought of, well, if that didn't go in, we probably You're are done. about to lose this game. We're not going to get two more, at least. And it's the 82nd minute. Yeah, and it was just a little too central. If it was probably a foot either side, it would have gone in because he just had time to react. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a total reflex save. I can't believe that he made it. But, man, game of his life. 14 saves for him. Yeah, yeah, he really did. It it was a great effort. And you're like, man, if something like that doesn't go in, where it really was a special strike, we don't really have a chance. Um, And then in the 87th minute, it wasn't over yet, the frustration. Because Dembele looked uh, upset out there. Like he'd been uh, pushed around a little bit. There's some miscommunication between him and Dest. And uh, he took his anger out on the crossbar with this one. <laughs> he, t- he takes a step a step towards center to put the ball on his left foot and absolutely crushes a shot that whizzes past Aaron and slams into the crossbar again. It's like, ah. It just can't happen for us today. We're like clearly the better team. 
but whatever's going on, we can't get it through that big, ugly white. Might thing. have been the goal of the season. It was through a long yeah. way with the left foot. It, it was a perfectly hit shot too. It was like a totally still ball, oh, and it was like the just knuckleball. about the Ronaldo knuckleball. Yeah, yeah, just beautiful. Uh, in the 88th minute, let's effing go. Messi makes an incredible oh. pass over the defense Majesty. to find nope. Antoine. Yeah, perfectly steered to find Antoine on his perfectly timed run to the far post. You'll see Antoine like pointing, like make the pass to Messi, like kind of like a like LeBron calling for like an a, like a receiver. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh. Messi makes Messi makes the pass, and it drops to the left of the post. Uh, and Antoine Griezmann plays Mister Fantastic to stretch his leg out like Jordan's final dunk in Space Jam. And with the tip of his toes, he flicks the ball off the half volley to the right, off the near post, then off the back of Aaron's leg and into the back of the net. Two to one. There's a comeback. Is only four minutes left in this game. Let's effing go for it, boys. The one chance that was the toughest is the one you guys put in. <laughs> of course. Like of that course. one? I, I did I couldn't even believe it had gone in. It was from such an improbable angle. He's almost oh. parallel with the goal line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, all he can do is like flick it right, like kind of back across goal. Nick's off that off near the post. Bump. Then hits off of Aaron's leg. Yeah, just incredible. You're Those thinking, are All right. special, right? When you hit off the keeper's bum, it almost feels like a an extra special little goal. Yeah, and it's also special because the uh, the statisticians ruled it an own goal. So no goal for Griezmann. On really? That. Own goal? Yeah, for Aaron because it was going back. Yes, away, right. Away from goal, off the post. Um, and then in the 89th minute, speak of the devil that. Big, ugly, white thing looming around the net would have one more thing to say in this game. Because as <laughs> Messi gets the ball in one of his favorite positions, top left of the box, finds a slot of space between a few defenders. He measures it up and bangs a solid shot near post. And that, in turn, bangs off the inside of the post and then out wide to the far right of the far post it went behind the keeper <laughs> jesus it totally i, I mean totally so unlucky uh that's three shots off the crossbar and we also have like 15 14 saves three shots off the crossbar this so point. at this Just point incredible. so at this point right it's like die hard to use a mm-hmm. one of the greatest movie analogies right and this yeah. is at the point where john mcclain he's taken out most of the terrorists and you're like okay, I think he's got this, and he's going up. You know, he's going to foil uh, Alan Rickman's character. What, uh-huh. What's his name? Hans Gruber? Yeah, Hans, Hans Gruber. Gruber. And you're like, okay, he's got this, and he's up near the top of the tower. And then this is the spot, right, when Messi hits it off the post, is when Hans Gruber poses <laughs> as the security guy. He's like, yeah. oh, no, I'm just a security man, doing his terrible American accent. And you're like, oh, shit. He just turned the tables on him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, John McClane obviously gets gets had for a minute. But then, I don't know, is John McClane going to die? I don't know. What happens next, Peyton? Well, in the 90th plus the second minute, it's yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Because, <laughs> my God, you've done it. Messi, with almost the exact same pass he made to Griezmann for that first goal. Um, another piece of just magisterial magic, godly pass, a curving lobbed through ball again, over everyone in the defense. It's landing near the baseline to the far left of the post. And it lands right onto the head of Antoine Griezmann who made the run. And this time he just heads it back across goal where one Jordy mother flipping Alba is there to take a diving header into the back of the net. Unbelievable. Two. And Alba took a shin to the nose on that, by the way, when he kicked, Ooh. when he made that goal. Just incredible. He's like looking at uh, his bloody nose with his hand as he's celebrating the goal. Like, look at this. Look at what I've sacrificed for this team. Incredible, incredible comeback. Way to keep our heads. Messi was like lifting the team up, trying to like using his arms, like, come on guys, we can do this. Let's get back into it. 
and we freaking did it. This is the winning edge that we've been looking for. You know, uh, that <sighs> desire, the motivation. Hey, and like, and not unlike John McClane, who just loses an incredible amount of blood at the end of Die Hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Like, did this, this man be alive? This was Jordi Alba, like, walking across glass barefoot. <sighs> Brilliant. Incredible. Pretty. And the, the assist from Griezmann might have been better than the goal. Oh, man. The such a difficult... Was- Headed assist. Both the pass from Messi to Griezmann, and then Griezmann's controlled header to Alba to just serve it up on a platter for him. So Incredible. Hard. So, uh, and then full time two two headed into overtime, baby, and feeling good about the state of things. We definitely have all the momentum in the world. So, what happens in overtime if you're not if the fans are familiar? So, in the COVID El Rey, overtime is uh, 30 minutes total. It's two 15-minute halves of extra time. And if still tied, at the end of the 30 minutes, it goes to penalties. Because someone has got to go on. Um, In the 95th minute, going into overtime, a lot of tired legs out on the field. Um, in, In the 95th minute, Messi takes a shot that's saved by Aaron again. Uh, from outside. Uh, and then in the 100th minute, Alba gets the ball wide on the left wing, uh, gets it in the box on the left side, and sends the ball in with a cross into a forest of players in the box. And one man rises above them all. One beautiful head of a French king leaps like a spawning salmon over the bears, looking to feast. <sighs> and Antoine Griezmann meets the ball perfectly with his head and begs it in past Aaron for the goal. 3-2 Barcelona! Yes, yeah, so right, yeah, so right now, right? Here, to make another <laughs> another <laughs> Die Hard reference, I think it's in Die Hard 2 when the bad guy like falls into the corn or whatever, like on the on the okay. ship. And you're like, okay, this is it, right? Like right. you guys did it. Griezmann has his moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah it's like uh, in in Terminator 2, when they have, uh, like, they froze the liquid metal Terminator, and he, like, shatters and breaks apart, and you're like, all right, they did it. Now it's there's gotta no way you come back with that. Yeah, no. And then in the 102nd minute, just two uh-huh. minutes later, that liquid metal starts to melt and reform because... Remember that it was such a creepy moment. Uh, come on. Neva has the ball for Granada, running with Serginho Dest on his side into the box. And when they get in the box, there's a slight shove from Dest. And Neva immediately goes to the ground, and the ref immediately points to the spot. The you're just thinking, this. no, 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 no way. What? Griezmann just had his moment. Like, that was like his big Barcelona moment. Yep. And, he, and what's he, more Griezmann-like than to score a meaningless goal like that and to think <laughs> that you've made your big break? That was it. Yeah, I was, I was actually, even as a Real Madrid fan, I was a little happy for him. All the misery he's endured and all the constant. Uh, we've been making fun of him for almost two years on this podcast. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, so dramatic, extra time. Look at him. And then Destin, yes. I don't know about that Dest foul. I, I'm not so sure that was a penalty. I didn't think it was a penalty. It was very soft. Uh, Shoulder certainly, stuff, right? And Shoulder. yeah, and you don't want a decision. You don't want a decision like that to be the reason that like a game is decided. And yeah, it was just body to body. What about the so, athletic Bill Bow full body tackle? <laughs> yeah, two of them <laughs> from in last the same week. game and nothing. So I don't no, know. I don't agree. I didn't agree with the call. Uh, and but of course they're not the VAR can't overturn something like that. Like if the message if the if the ref just calls that live, then it has to be it's going to take a lot. <laughs> to, there to was overturn. contact, but it's like I don't know. Yeah, I don't right. know. I don't know what the rules right. are anymore. Pete. Yeah, I know they. I feel like they change for any game <laughs> for any given circumstance. Uh, but Fede Vico steps up to the spot for Granada. He sends Ter Stegen the wrong way. And slots the ball into the bottom left corner to make it 3-3. But you know what? Barca didn't miss a step from there. We just kept pounding. Um, We we still have total control of the ball. Uh, Alba gets a yellow before the halftime and extra time. So we're tied up again at 3-3 with 15 minutes left to play. Uh, And Longley comes in for Pedri here at halftime to make our fifth and final sub of the match. 
Um, and in the 108th minute, starting off the second half of extra time, Frankie, that man, de young, baby. <laughs> Messi, of course, starts it. Uh, after a good move, he uh, lets off a howler of a shot, just trying to really knock one in low right post or low right, yeah, near the low right post of the goal. Uh, he shoots it hard. Uh, and Aaron, this time, the keeper for Granada can only parry the ball out towards the players, like back towards center. And De Jong is the quickest to get there. He actually times his run perfectly with Messi's shot, where he's watching him take it, and then he turns as soon as the shot's taken so that he's onside. And he follows up the rebound like any great striker would. <sighs> and he puts the ball in the back of the net, just slots it home into that bottom right corner to make it 4-3 Barca. And this time you're thinking, this is it. Now we've got to have it. That's the winner right there. That's and Frankie it. deserves it. And, hey, he's been your fox in the box. You're uh, supposedly non-scoring midfielder, everybody was saying, after I think he only had two goals last year. But he's had a couple of poachers finishes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He's been so good at those. I mean, he's been so good playing, like, defensively for us and offensively, especially, like, this year. Uh, just incredible way to finish that way to follow that up. That's a real poacher's goal, right? There. Yeah. So, and so another movie, it. obviously we have to go with another movie reference here. So this is, this is actually correct in Die Hard 2 when the bad guy, you know how in both, I think in every Die Hard movie, right when they're like smiling near the end and it's like they're hugging and stuff and everybody's like exhausted and you and the viewer as the viewer are very exhausted mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, here we go. Good guys have won. Phew. Okay, and then it's like, oh wait, but the bad guy's not dead, and somehow he like takes a gun from a cop that's like dragging right. it with his hand. It's like, and it's slow motion, and he he fires, but oh wait, there's the partner out of nowhere, and you thought the partner was maybe dead too, or he's like got a blanket over him, but no, right. he shoots the bad guy dead. That <laughs> happened there. You were like, oh man, you thought Iron was gonna save it? Nope. De Jong swoops in, save mm-hmm. Barcelona. That's right. Our old partner showed up at the last minute to save the day. Diplomatic yeah. immunity has been revoked. He said, you thought I forgot about you, and gave us a wink and tipped their hat. He said, we'll see you on down the trail, partner. And that's thank you, Frankie De Jong, the white hat of this game. Absolutely. That's right. So that was beautiful. And then... Five minutes later, in the 113th minute. (laughs) Oh, my my effing... I don't have any analogy for this one. What is this world, Mark? What is happening? Up is down. Absolutely rewrites his FIFA statistics with this one. They got to go through them all over again with Jordi Alba. Because... But it's finishing the 92, I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be. It's. I mean, this has got to be a 10-point jump because Griezmann gets the ball on the top right of the box. And uh, it's a weird... I didn't know what he was doing with it. I, it looked like a yeah, terrible shot at yeah. first. It was a very but, strange, uh, lofted through ball deal. Like outside of the foot curve, swaz cross, a cross goal that's like ends up four yards further upfield but on the opposite side of the goal. And it turns out it was brilliant because he uh, makes that swaz cross pass across the box to the left where Jordi Alba, he doesn't think twice. Jordi Alba volleys the ball one time with ferocity, a boot of a right foot. He took all eight yellows he had this season and balled them up into one explosion <laughs> of, a, of a shot. I His mean, off foot, thunder. nevertheless thunderous off foot volley just with a hundred he just held circle for it and Adon <laughs> has absolutely no chance as it screams that thunderous lightning bolt of a shot in the top left near side corner uh 5-3 Barcelona Kigolazo! that's oh. my favorite thing about the Spanish announcers is they just go Colas. When they when sometimes like they're they're just so stunned that they they don't mm-hmm. even do the long goal count they just go golazo. Yeah, I would have loved to <laughs> to have Ray Hudson definitely commentating this game. I'm sure he was freaking out wherever he was. 
But man, I'll tell you, this this game, this is what we've been looking for in our team. Uh, I think after this good one we've had to start the year, we finally have a game where it looks like performance. Exactly. It's a signature. It's a real turning point and a positive way for this team. Griezmann is stepping up in a big, big way. Messi looks as devoted to the cause as ever. Uh, And we finally came together as a team for a win. And we just said, no, we aren't going to lose this. Uh, We didn't quit. The team didn't let their heads down. They kept fighting and they finally broke through. And after not getting a goal for 88 minutes, we get five of them in like 25. Yeah. And I mean, it's total redemption basically, right? For, I mean, Mm -hmm. I know it's just the quarterfinals, but for one Antoine Griezmann, I mean, he scored the first, it counts as an own goal, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's involved in the second, uh, which gets you guys to overtime. He scores the third and then he assists the fifth. He was four out of five goals. Griezmann? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's man of the match for sure. I think he earned a, a 10 out of 10 for me on this one. Just absolutely wonder class in this game. Had a signature game for himself. Like, not just Barcelona had a great signature win as a team, like a rallying point for the season. Uh, but Griezmann, I think, finally established himself as uh, maybe not as deserving of the criticisms that he's been getting, ha- having heaped upon him since he arrived at Barcelona. But, I mean, we dominated this game, and we deserved the win at the end, but it was so good to see them actually pull it off like that uh, because we've seen a lot of games like this one where mm-hmm. we just let it slip. Drop and uh, this is the first time we really took hold. Um, I Also, I sent Messi, I sent Mark uh, Messi's heat map for this game. <laughs> I, yes. Just want to say 10 key passes for Messi. That's pretty big. We'll post it. We'll post it on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. And the one assist, if you count the own goal, but uh, he, uh, yeah, his heat map is a picture of a goat. So it's written in the stars, Mark. <laughs> yeah, you got to turn it a little bit, but it sure does look like a ne- that famous animal. Just incredible. Looking forward to see who we play in the semifinals of the Copa del Rey now. But hey, I think right now, nothing can stop this team. Six straight wins, right? Something like that. Six straight wins. Or maybe, uh, I know you had five in the league. Maybe mm. one of those cup games screws you up. But it's uh, you're on a roll. Oh, five, five, five straight wins. Uh, we lost uh, to Athletic in the Supercopa. Right. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. So that was the El Clasico. Recapico. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Peyton. Yeah, so uh, that was a happy, happy days for all the Barcelona fans. And, yes. oh boy, Real Madrid didn't even play in the midweek. But mm-hmm. the the sky manages to grow darker. It, it doesn't mean things aren't happening. <laughs> things, <Yeah. laughs> bad things aren't happening. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the st- yeah, it's, uh, it's just the, it's raining. It's raining. There's lightning. Uh, it's not, and it's not like a fun, it's raining men type thing. No, at the beginning of the season, you know, we were playing on and off. You're like, oh, it's a little cloudy. That's okay. Atleti are, aren't doing too good. Barcelona's not doing, but you know, Barcelona was having a hell of a time. So right. Like, oh, right. Oh, it's a little sun peeking through. We beat you guys. We beat Atletico. That's like, a common a common coping technique. Like, well, things aren't so bad. I mean, look how bad Barcelona is. Right. You just cope by shouting fruit. Yeah, Shouted Freud. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not as bad as that guy. I'm not as lazy as that guy. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a common one you think of. Uh, and uh, it's really, with Antoine Griezmann especially, things couldn't be more divergent. Uh, this is uh, the first installment of the... Are you serious? So... Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you that's serious? Just... Yeah, and what we're uh, trying to get at is that's the noise you make when you read a particular piece of news. So contrasting Griezmann's coming out party for Barcelona's own $120 million signing, controversial $120 million signing, who had been given up on Real Madrid of their own one of those. Uh, I think you can guess them. Burger King made fun of him. Made fun of him after he got injured. So he's now out. Four to six weeks, 
What did Burger Left King do? Thigh. They tweeted. They said, hey, Hazard, uh, how about this two-for-one? Try our two-for-one deal. Why? <laughs> Why? Now that you're not playing soccer, you might yeah. beef up with the Because he's a little chunky, I guess, because he's been a little chunky. Hey, he's been chunky since his Chelsea days. He always comes into the season overweight. It was a well-known thing at Chelsea. Uh, this is just a new – it's just a bad luck. You see, this happens to guys sometimes. <laughs> Hey, I, I haven't heard great things about Hazard's behavior, like off the pitch, as far as like uh, motivation to practice and things like that. Um, there was the the Chelsea coach at the time who said Hazard is the worst in training. Like he often <laughs> he he often won't tie his shoes during practice. Yeah, man, and I mean he wasn't known for, but he would always show up, and he was obviously the best player. That was, that was the caveat, as the coach went on to say, but. During the like, come game time, he could do whatever he wanted out there. It was it had no effect on him. Yeah, I mean, he was clearly the best player in the EPL the last year. He played there. Real Madrid mm -hmm. thought they were getting a known. I was very excited. Now, I don't think anyone at the time. That's the thing. Like everyone is shitting on the signing now. I don't think anyone was shitting on the signing then. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, no, I, I mean, everyone's elated. Everyone's excited to have him. He didn't miss any time. He missed like eleven games in like eight years or something. It's yeah. It's close to that. Like he was literally an Iron Man, and then you know these things just happen to players. You just get. He had the. He just had some muscle injuries, and then muscle injuries just lead to more muscle injuries, just because of the way muscle injuries work. Right. The soft tissue ones are difficult to come back from. So, and then he had the broken ankle, and then you're, I don't know, you're, yeah, you're probably doing weird stuff subconsciously with how you're moving out there because you're worried about it. And then, yeah. So it compounds on each other. But anyway, yeah, he's out for four to six weeks. One of the things I had mentioned at the end of our last podcast that I was looking forward to was, yeah, it was just like, well, Hazard seems to be rounding back into form. So, you know, one of the silver linings to being out of the La Liga is we can just like maybe see like a good few months from him, like our star signing. So that's, that's right. my my silver lining is black. <laughs> my silver lining has been shot. So that's that, terrible. Uh, he's going to miss the Atlanta game, our one remaining competition, basically. So that's happening. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, another. Serious? Another tidbit in you serious, which is basically bad news. Papa Flo has COVID. Oh, no. Uh, El Presidente, the president of Real Madrid, who's basically all, for those of you who may not be familiar with the president position in football or uh, European soccer, it's mm -hmm. different for each club. But at Real Madrid, he's the emperor. Basically. He is. I imagine him running it like the wizard of Oz, where yeah. like, if you want to speak to Florentino Perez, you walk in to a long, dark, like hall, uh, <laughs> like a, like a King would have. And there's just a projection of his face on his screen as he talks to you from like a little cubicle <laughs> behind. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Yes. Smoke, lots of smoke. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, he apparently had like a four-hour meeting with Ramos last time he wanted to leave. Like it was very tense. Like I don't want to, I don't want to negotiate with that man. But uh, hopefully he'll be okay. But he's uh, he's, uh, he's an old man. Uh, he's seventy-three. So yeah, obviously everyone who's a Madrid fan uh, hopes he gets better. He's a he's he's a little loaded. So he'll probably uh, he'll get the best care. Uh, I know. Shouldn't he have gotten the vaccine already? Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. I guess that's a little strange. Yeah. yeah not not only is he old enough, he's got money. Yeah, you would and think that, that's the criteria. Right. Uh, at least here, that'll get you, the, that'll buy mm -hmm. access. Uh, but yeah, so that's not great. And then uh, Zidane's just getting over it. He missed the last match, so he should be on the mm -hmm. sideline this game, um, which I guess is good. Uh some other you serious headlines. Bale, uh, Tottenham basically is saying they're not going to buy Bale because he's no been way. pretty bad. So the problem with that is of Brexit, uh, and there's a weird rule about you can only have three non-EU spots. Right. So Madrid basically have to like offload one of their good young players. 
like Rodrigo, Vinny, are Nani U, um, Kubo's Nani U. Mm. So Rainier, uh, another young Brazilian who we've had out on loan to Dortmund. These are guys who we, you know, we'd probably want to bring back a few of these guys. Might have to like loan Vinny if he doesn't get his. I know Vinny was one who was thinking about getting his passport if it doesn't come through in time, just to bring on dead weight who's never going to play. Yeah, so you would have to offload Vinicius, who's like right now your only hope without Azar, yes. um, to bring on someone who's going to just keep sucking the salary cap off of you guys <laughs> from the bench and playing golf. I just can't imagine a more negative presence to bring in next year <laughs> than Bale, who's never going to play. Here's it's a weird horrible. comparison of disappointing players for Real Madrid. So Bale, who really could have just Real Madrid were absolutely rooting for him this year to do well. So he just he's played just 780 minutes for Tottenham. He has four goals, one assist. So that's 0.58 goals plus assists per 90. Eden Hazard that's this year. Good. Yeah. Three goals, one assist, 626 minutes. You know what that comes out to per 90? Uh what? Point five eight. <laughs> no way. That's so. That's a bizarre. They're like for like. They're just the same. I can't wait till next year. We can line up both of these massive disappointments on either wing. I'm just I kidding. Think, They'll be hurt. No, I think it's time <laughs> for Bale to like play for LAFC or something. Maybe him and Hazard can go golfing together next year when they're both hurt. <laughs> I think so. That's what they'll do. They'll they can limp them. around. Mm-hmm. Maybe just yell at someone to do their shots for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could do that for sure. Just critique. Can you play golf in a wheelchair? I'm sure they. I'm sure that's possible these days. Some accessibility options. Mm-hmm. If there's a, if there's any way to do it, Bale will do it. Bale because he's hurt and hazard because he doesn't want to risk it. Um, <laughs> it's yes. no, but it's not. We. I am very. Uh, apparently, Hazard was devastated uh, by the news and. Zidane gave him the day just to be with his family because he was he was playing honestly he was playing well and he's actually been unlike a lot of people around who talk about the team I actually think he's been good when he's been in he's always pretty active his his goal and assist ratio is actually like halfway halfway decent based on the limited time he gets and I thought he was honestly our best player there was a six game stretch last year where he was our best player yeah. Like yeah. making stuff happen, um, getting upfield, dribbling. That was before Munir cracked his ankle, of course, which seemed to be the beginning of the end. But uh, good luck to him. And hey, Vinny's one of my favorite players, so you know, could be could be a little golden ray of sunshine here. Yeah, I mean, it's time to get those individual training sessions with Sedan. Uh, time for to show the results of all of those sessions. See what you've learned. Put it into practice. Yeah, so uh, that's my, you serious? Uh, for this uh, year. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Freaking, freaking serious, dude. Awesome. Uh, yeah, lots of bad news from the Real Madrid camp. But uh, now we're going to do our favorite segment. Me and Peyton have been training for many years. Kind of like Bat- uh, like Christian Bale Batman begins. Like at a monastery in the mountains somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Moving things with our mind, that type of deal. Astral projection. Yes, yes. We're very renowned in this uh, subject. If you've listened to our podcast before, you know that we are excellent at getting at least 20% of the game right. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to do, Peyton? What are we going to do? Are we going to... We're going to get psychic. It's time to get psychic. (laughs) but Barcelona Madrid the games are coming Real Madrid actually have have a game this weekend but I'm yeah uh, Barcelona are ahead of us I'll let you get you do your your psychic prediction first Barcelona currently crushing Real Madrid in La Liga table right now on goal difference alone. Uh, we are tied on points at 40. Uh, but this Sunday, we've got a test on our hands. We're going to be playing at Real Betis. They are currently in seventh place. Real Betis have four wins and one draw in their last five games. They just did today lose 
in penalties to Athletic Bilbao, um, who have been no pushover themselves this season, as we know. But, uh, and this will also be played at Real Betis in the Benito Via Marin. Um, it's going to be a fun one. I think with the way we've been playing with this last win in the Copa del Rey, which, yes, did go into extra time. We may have some tired legs out there on Sunday. But uh, I say it's a good time to switch it up then. Maybe uh, play with the lineup a little bit. Uh, Real Betis is a good team, but I think we've got a better lineup than what we've been playing. I say we start in the midfield, Pedri, Puj, De Jong. Oh, murderers! I like it, and I say we win. I also say Puj, uh, that would be his second start on the air. That would be cool, and in La Liga, which would be so great. Let's also start Serginho Des back there. I don't want Oscar Mingesa playing right back for us anymore. I don't want to see it. Start him <laughs> over. Start him over him, Titi, if sure, you must. Over at, at center back, no problem with that whatsoever. Playing with the Rahul, but let's start Des there at right back, and also. We don't have to start him, but can we see Conrad De La Fuente Come at on. some point in this game? Just Coleman said he play. was his most promising young talent coming into the season. Well, I guess that was a lie. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, obviously, Pedri has been the one to earn that nod so far this year. But uh, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens and whether or not he gets playing time if he gives the Americans more credit than they've been getting. But up top, I bet we will see Griezmann, Messi, and Dembele up top. Uh, Usman. Start. That's Usman right. Usman deserves Trincao. it. Almost got the goal. He absolutely does. And Trincao hasn't done much for us this year. No. Uh, and, I mean, he was a good project. Feel free to bring him on late in the game if we're winning. But uh, start Dembele. Get this win. Let's claw our way back into contention in La Liga. And if you want to get psychic, we're going to get psychic. Here's a prediction for your ass. One boy <laughs> from the Canary Islands <laughs> that uh, actually met Juan Laporta when he was six years old in a, oh. in a Barcelona jersey, which is neat, uh, who may be our president again while he plays for us. He's going to get a goal in this game. Ooh. Pedri's going to score. It's gonna, we're going to win this Bold. game. He's we're only gonna, scored two all year, I think. I know, I know. That's why it's a psychic prediction. I see it. I see these things. It's going to be great. And uh, it's probably going to be a one-two on a breakaway with Griezmann. They're going to get a two-on-one. He's going to pass the ball to Griezmann, thinking Griezmann's going to put it away. And Griezmann, having scored enough this year already, he's going to pass it off to give young Pedri a reason to smile. And speaking of smiles, we're going to see two of them. Because other than Pedri's goal, Lionel Messi, having been uh, denied a place on the score sheet in our last game with five goals scored, he's going to get two this game to stake his claim as the leading scorer solidified on this team. So we're going to win 3-0 over Batiste. Messi's getting a brace, and Pedri's getting a goal of his own. Uh, 3-0. It's a win. And we're keeping this stride pace up, going wow. forward, leaps and bounds. We're going to be confident. Going to be confident going into those PSG games that are coming up soon. So. 3-0 win for Barcelona. Can't wait to see it. That's my psychic prediction. My Ooh. messy medium. Bold prediction. Yeah, Messi almost scored twice. Very close in the midweek. So we'll see how right Peyton is about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Real Madrid have a little a little tonic for hard times. Uh, they have the worst team in La Liga, Oesca, a matchup against 20th place. Relegation threatened Oesca, 60% chance to get relegated, according to 538. They ranked better than LJ in SPI, though. So, I don't know, 19th, Peyton. It's going to be a loss. No, yeah. Hey, listen, these are the games that you let slip. Of course, this Madrid team, if you haven't been paying attention this year, beaten in league Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Sevilla, have lost to Valencia, Cadiz, Alaves, drawn to <laughs> Elche, Osasuna. So uh, just who's who of relegation-threatened teams. But hey, why don't you just, uh, this would be a great game to just roll the ball out. Let the kids play. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially coming off this last game against Levante, uh, I think why not go out there and have, have fun, fun with it? it. Yeah, Just have fun with it. Don't worry about a title. We're not winning it. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna make Champions League either way. Eighty percent, eighty-six percent chance right now to get in the Champions League spots. We'd have to collapse really epically, even from our current spot. You know, this would be a great time to play Odegaard and Jovic. Oh, mm-hmm. right, they're loaned out. Uh, shoot. Okay. Well, whatever. We'll just play Modric and Cruz and all them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we will see Vinny, though. We'll see little Vinny. It's uh, laying on the left. Hopefully, he can burn some waste cut defenders. Obviously, we'll see Ben's a striker. He's our only striker. We'll see Asensio at right wing. I believe picking up on the good form is shown uh, recently. Uh, we'll see the oldsters in midfield Cruz, Case, Modric. Because there's nobody else there. Because those are the three. Those are the three. That's who's playing. Sorry. <laughs> yep. uh, silly to... Wow, how many games in a row did I predict Odegaard? Like three or four, and then he got shipped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, until you got wise to I what's I was like, he's got to get a game. He's got to get a game. And now he literally can't. Uh, maybe we'll see some Valverde late in the day, but he has been hurt. And then obviously at the back, we'll see Mendy. Ramos. Varan. Carvajal. Big return for Ramos. And it seems like Carvajal should be back as well. So, Good. hey, we'll actually have all four complement of players. I guess Vasquez is carrying an injury, uh, so he's, yeah. he's not available. Excited to see Ramos back, the Chieftain. Yeah, well, here's uh, so I'm going to dig into the, the future, and I'm going to just grab it. Yes, uh, channel, your, channel the future for us. With my hand, I was really right about the last game in which I actually was right. I got the minute right that something bad would happen to Real Madrid. I said eighth yeah. minute. Uh, they uh, Levante would score. Uh, okay, they got a red card. Uh, we uh-huh. got a red card. So and, and that's like Levante, Levante when they the ref showed the red, they're like score. Yeah, right. So <laughs> Pretty right. So I got a little bit right. I also predicted we would win two one. They won two one, but I got the score. So I'd like to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was at least ten percent right. Listen, it, when we get these these thoughts given to us from the other side it's like playing charades like we're shown right. these signs and these symbols and Feeling. we yeah, we're re- relating them to you we're relaying these to you and they're not we can't always be interpreting them correctly but we assure you that we are in fact getting them from the next we're pulling world. them from the unknown yes mm-hmm. Whether or not we can translate them into a language puny humans can understand. I mean, that's your fault. That's It becomes you. clearer with time. <laughs> yes, yes, <exactly. laughs> uh, we're really zooming in. But uh, so yeah, Ramos is going to come back. I'm seeing a Ramos headed goal. Uh, I think that's going to happen. He's going to be fired up. He's going to want to prove that he's worth the money that Madrid refused to pay him. Mm-hmm. Madrid have supposedly offered him an ultimatum by March. They said agree to the contract. Or leave. Uh, it seems crazy, but uh, wow. so yeah, ten percent pay cut for two way, years. Way to way to play hardball with a club legend. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe our best <laughs> defender ever. So yeah. we'll see. I think he's gonna yeah he's gonna have a mean streak to him. Can't wait for him to come back. Huesca's gonna score because we're a sieve this year. <laughs> uh, but I think we'll score a couple late. I'm seeing a Vinny own goal. I mean, that's a that's a. I mean, a Vinny like sh- hits it off of some guy's face and it goes in. To yeah, the yeah, net. okay. Uh, I'm seeing that. That's a common. That's actually just more likely than not to happen. That's the way plays. Vinny scores. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny, Vinny shoots the way I play pinball. Yeah, you just close your eyes <laughs> and hope to hit some flashing ah! lights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just yeah, just smashing those buttons. Those. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what do they call flippers? flippers. Yeah, just mashing yeah. the flippers. That's what he does. So I'm excited to see that. I'll bet we win three, one, Peyton. Ooh, three, one. And how do they score? Oh, Wayne Scott. Oh, it'll be a real scruffy one. There'll be a, some corner situation. Mm-hmm. It'll hit off like five guys' butts, and then uh, it'll fall to like their center back who will fall be falling over and just hit it in with like the bottom of their foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that sounds that's about how, right. That's probably how Wesco have scored all of their. What do they have on the season? They have, uh oh, they got seventeen goals in twenty-one games. It's almost a goal a game, Peyton. Hey, listen, I trust your abilities, and uh, so should the viewers at home. They've won just one of their last last six, so not too bold here predicting a Real Madrid win. But uh, let's go, a la Madrid. Let's go. We can do it. All right.
That was Let's Get Psychic. Let's Get Psychic. Absolutely. Well, listen, there are going to be some fun games. We're going to be here to give you the recap because and the previews for the next game. We're going to be watching. We're going to be detailing. Yeah, we're going to see just how psychic we are. Let us know what your predictions are. Why don't you go and tweet at us? We're uh, Follow us on Twitter, at El Clasico Podcastico. Send us an email to El Clasico Podcastico ah. at gmail.com. And give us a five-star review and a good rating. We'd really like it. We love you. We love you more than Even anything. Even if we don't know who you are. We don't need to know you no. to express our true love and deepest desires to know you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I think that's all the that's all the fun stuff. But yeah, hey, we have a lot of fun recording the podcast. We hope you have fun listening. And once again, Alamajid. And as always, Miska El Barça. All right, we'll catch you on Monday. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>